Hello, welcome back to the first and final episode of Angel Radio. And I have a special guest today, my sister. Autumn. <laughs> okay. You didn't even <laughs> you didn't even say the host. <laughs> you didn't even say your name. This is Angel. Who are you? <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyways then, I'm Angel Swain. Guest my guest is Autumn Swain. But um today we're gonna try and discuss the openness of art and what makes something art. I think it's really interesting. I mean, how can some things look exactly the same, but one is here, one is there. Location makes something art. Maybe significance makes something art. Anyways, we're going to try and discuss all of that today. Um, what constitutes art and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. let's get into it. Yeah, I think this is an interesting topic um, because, you know, the concept of art is so broad um, and it's hard to decipher, yeah. well, first yeah. of all, it's hard to give a definition to art itself because it's so broad. Um, there are so diff- there are yeah, many like, different mediums of art to begin with. Like there's it, paintings, obviously, mm-hmm. there's drawings, mm-hmm. there's sculptures, photography, mm-hmm. even music, dramas, yeah. plays. Yeah, I mean, some would even say nature in itself is art. You ever walked outside, looked at a stunning tree? That is art. So mm-hmm. no one really knows. Yeah. I mean, I've been to a bunch of modern art museums in my lifetime. And um, let's see, like, I'd say the the leading one, Tate Modern in London. Oh, yeah. I've, I've been there, too, when I studied abroad. So yeah. many things. Yeah. So, like, let's oh. see. There's... Oh, I've also been to Rome um, okay. in the Sistine Chapel. That and was really awesome. You could Famous d- art. You yeah. could definitely say that whole... Is it a, it's a building, right? Yeah, it's a building. <laughs> you could say that whole, ceiling, the Sistine you Chapel, like, you see the ceiling, yeah. You could say that whole building, building however big it is, exactly. Honestly, so, you could say all of Rome is art. Yeah, in itself, there you so. go. So what, and it's crazy, like, you can have entire cities. Mm-hmm. Or you can have things as a cigarette and a photograph. Art. Mm-hmm. I, I was in Tate Modern when I saw this thing called, oh my gosh, what was it called? The Clock by Christian Marclay. And it was... A 24-hour long movie and the movie itself kept time and it was mm-hmm. all of these um, movie clips clipped together about any any movie that you've seen that references time mm-hmm. where there's a clock it was in it was in oh uh, wow so like Cinderella doesn't it hit midnight yeah <laughs> I, I really don't know but that's yeah a, and so that was in the movie and so they kept time so if you walked into the exhibition and it was 403 there would be a movie clip that that was 403 and so oh, wow i'm pretty sure the author not, well the artist christian mm-hmm. markley who made it said it took a bunch of time obviously they had to make everything on the dot mm-hmm. but that i think that is just art for the the what the the what you put into that mm-hmm. i mean that's crazy. oh yeah the effort yeah, that had I to mean, go into it and yeah. it was it was amazing anyways so yeah i guess we'll start kind of defining art but i guess we'll start start from the top down we'll start mm-hmm. with you know the the philosophers, philosophers. at the top who yeah. are <laughs> who are kind of in the art world or in the philosophical art space yeah. how yeah. they define art maybe yeah. so and especially let's focus on post postmodern art because that's always an the, interesting the craziest, topic yeah that's the, the the craziest genre of mm-hmm. art so yeah let's see I mean I mean the concept of postmodern art is so broad that some people even you know speculate is that even art to begin with so ex- yeah exactly. and that's what we're gonna try to tackle in this podcast you know how why is art so broad and what makes it so broad and how is it so open yeah. so, so let's begin I was going to start with Tate Modern mostly because mm-hmm. that is a I mean it's it's 
that art museum, one of the most famous modern art museums in the world. It's in London. They have a bunch of different sites, Tate Modern, Tate Britain, Tate Liverpool, whatever. Um, but, you know, since we're focusing on postmodernism, they state their definition is postmodernism can be seen. And I'm starting with postmodernism because we can't really define art. Mm-hmm. Philosophers have been debating this for decades, centuries. <laughs> so we're going to start with postmodernism. So. Mm-hmm. Postmodernism can be seen as a reaction against the ideas and values of modernism. Well, what is modernism? Well, modernism was generally based on idealism, um, the utopian vision of human life, um, and you know, a society, a belief that we can, we can, we can kind of go by progress. So you know, modernist artists experienced with experimented with form, technique, processes rather than focusing on subjects. So postmodernism reacted to this because it kind of challenged that notion that there were universal certainties and truths, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it it kind of, it's anti-authorit- anti-authoritarian by nature, which is important because a lot of people judge postmodern art because it's crude it's it's too weird Mm -hmm. it's nasty sometimes but that's what it's supposed to be it's supposed Mm -hmm. to be a a reaction it's a it's supposed to collapse the distinction between high culture you know the avant-garde and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and between popular culture it's supposed to kind of meld them together which makes sense Mm -hmm. which is why postmodern museums um or art galleries are more highly visited or those exhibitions are more highly visible because they're more like palatable to mm-hmm. more people and and a lot of people like that except a lot of people have seen something interesting going <laughs> going around in postmodern art and especially it's been happening for a while but especially in the 21st century um there's actually this good article written by a student and i think it's important to address students because they they view art you know mm-hmm. it's the people who have to digest it and take it in so right. he was saying Postmodernism, postmodernists have marched through and tore everything apart in their path, which is, you know, what they said they were going to do. But now the very term art means nothing. For if everything is art, it means nothing or maybe it means everything. (laughs) It means nothing. It means everything. And so now it's why should you even define art at all? You can't really. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, he was saying how even the word beautiful has kind of lost Meaning, because and I mean there there was another example in this article I was reading, um, it was called emptiness and not is that what it's called empty emptiness and nausea in modern art and it's referencing postmodern art, um, written by Stephen Hicks and he was saying there's a famous artist Millie Brown who drinks colored milk and then vomits the milk on a canvas Ooh. and that's art. <laughs> <laughs> So and, and yeah. it's, it's it's crazy to think about, but mm-hmm. that's just what it is. Right. But anyways, going back to the student. Um, wow, I'm I wish I could make some more <laughs> puking on yeah, a canvas. Exactly. So and that's it. It just like well, if they can do it, why can't I? And then right. it's almost I don't know what it is. That's yeah. a, that's what everyone was saying. But mm-hmm. um, so you know, it's this big question: what has happened to these galleries and exhibitions that have turned galleries that once had portraits of you know people of david the madonna you know be, thing you know stuff like that mm-hmm. things that we kind of 
famous and more traditional senses exactly. of art. Exactly. Yeah, what happened to those? And then, <laughs> they're gone. So, <laughs> anyways, um, so we see a lot of, you know, funny, tongue-in-cheek, ludicrous examples of modern art, but what can, what are, what are some, some crazy things you've seen? You know? That's been considered art. Art. There well, you, go. you mentioned it before the cigarettes one. Um, I've seen a photograph of just a, cig- a cigarette on the street, and right. it was you know oh. hanging in a museum, and it was oh. considered <laughs> art. And I was thinking to myself, now how is this considered yeah, art? Exactly. Where when I walk on the street and I see people fling cigarettes out of their mouth, it lands on the ground, versus someone taking a picture of it and then hanging it in, in a museum. Exactly. What makes that art? And see, this is part of the topics of, you know, why art is so broad and how it's so open where anything can be art. Exactly. And, you know, obviously in class we were talking about the um, urinal and how yes. that's considered art. Duchamp, his ready-made. <laughs> exactly. Like, and I think, I think that's the biggest crop of all time. I mean, <laughs> no, let's, honestly. Let's, let's, let's think about this. I mean, and they openly said this, it's a ready-made. Something that you could have got off the assembly line and you put it in... The art gallery right uh, we have a stapler in front of us you know nice form great great but this functional came, this came out of staples yeah you know like the store not mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and so if i put this in a museum on um you know that is the equivalent of what duchamp did and so right and so how does you because you okay you didn't make it obviously exactly. you bought it mm-hmm. the same i assume the same thing with the duchamp. artist yeah all he did was you know put the Fake name in the in the. Great, we're doing it. something. We're doing a podcast. Great, we're recording. What did you need, Graham? I can cut it. Marcel. Yeah. Um, uh, Mercers or something. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. I can cut it out. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So, um, so we were talking about, okay, with the stapler example, you didn't create it. You bought it from Staples. All you did, exactly. let's just say you just moved it into a museum. So you didn't create it. So what makes it art? Just because you yeah. put it in a museum? Yeah. So, so is the museum, the, if anything that enters the museum and, and it has a ledge that has, you know, the name of the piece and mm-hmm. the name of the, you know, so-called artist, even though you didn't create it, you know, is that what makes it art because you and, placed it? And it- yeah, and it's and it's so interesting because this has been addressed um, famously in the 20th century by a lot of philosophers. So we can start with um, Danto, who wrote the famous essay, The Art World, in 1964, um, <clears throat> where he was kind of addressing this whole kind of, what do you want to call it, this whole... Debate? Yeah, this whole <laughs> debate or whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. And so... In that essay, you know, he says this important quote that I think it's it's really interesting to to talk about, and he addresses, um, kind of similar to Duchamp's ready mades were, were Andy Warhol's Brillo boxes, um, which were not ready mades because they were facsimiles, you know, silk screen plywood. So he did make them, mm-hmm. but they were the exact same as They're regular, yeah, yeah, as regular Brillo boxes. Mm-hmm. And so this is what Danto says. What in the end makes the difference between a Brillo box and a work of art consisting of a Brillo box is a certain theory of art. It is a theory that takes it up into the world of art and keeps it from collapsing into the real object which it is. Um, 
this world, the, the world has to be ready for certain things, the art world no less than the real one. It is the role of artistic theories these days as always to make the art world and art possible. So I think what I, I, what I understand, it's like the theory itself, the art world, you know, composed of these critics, collectors, dealers, people who enjoy art, they play a part in bringing regular objects to the status of art. And so what I see kind of, you know, with the cigarette example, someone said, someone gave that meaning mm-hmm. and then it's art now. Yeah, someone saw the cigarette butt on the street, took a photograph of it. It had me- It obviously has some type of meaning or significance to them in order for them to even pick up the camera and take a picture of it, mm-hmm. edit it, even if they didn't, then mm-hmm. put it in a frame, put it in the museum. So, 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 and that's, there's so many different theories of art of what makes art art, but that's, um, has been called the institutional theory of art, which is, you know, basically uh, is a theory about the nature of art that holds that an object can only become art in the context of the institution known as the art world. And so a lot of people say it's circular. There have been so many philosophers coming out and say, okay, no, that's not it. We need a different one. They're literally... I mean, always tweaking the definition. Of always, art. <laughs> always, always tweaking it. So, but I think one that we found interesting, especially because this is all in response to the openness of art. Now, mm-hmm. you can make ready mades in this art. You can make, you know, not a, even make ready mades. Just go buy you, them. You can get it. Yeah, and <laughs> so right. the the Brillo cartons I thought were were interesting because you. I mean, in grocery stores, they have right. Coke cans. No, the the the, the Packs. The packs of Coke bottles, always in little cool formations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that art? No, that's just, <laughs> that's, that's not art. That's, what do you, what uh, am I, I'm searching for a word. It's. A sculpture, decoration. Yeah, it's decoration. It's decor. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I wouldn't it's, say that's art at all. Yeah. And so, but you know, I some people would, you know, that's all I can say. But I think we also found something really interesting about whites the whites um in a famous what was it i think it was i think it was a book article i, I can't get it now but that's mm-hmm. okay it's um the role of theory in aesthetics 1956 whites he argues that you know what it's th- these little conditions they'll never be enough they'll never be forthcoming for the concept of art because art is an open concept right and so, you know, we're kind of jumping back and forth on each other. What is art? How is it open? Postmodern art. But what we're kind of arriving at is why can it be so open? Why? Mm-hmm. Other things, other, I mean, things are closed almost. Mm-hmm. Let's, how, how should we put this? Like, uh, I don't know. How do you put it? Like, <laughs> I know. It, it's hard to say because. I think, okay. I think art is so broad because there's there's different there's so many different mediums of what is art. Like I said earlier, yeah. there's paintings, music, poems. Yeah. yeah. Like it has art is such a humongous umbrella yeah. that it already encompasses so much. Versus like if you were just gonna um, look at paintings, for example, mm-hmm. that by itself obviously it, that it's, you need paint. It, it's and closed. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so it's, yeah. Yeah, it's closed. That's why it's so it's easy to determine what is a painting. But 
mm-hmm. something as broad as art, it has so many different mediums. It's sound, like music. Yeah. It's written and, literature, like yeah. poems. Mm-hmm. Or it's visual, like photography or, you know, drawings, paintings, sculptures. Mm-hmm. There's so many different things with art. It's sound, music, writing. Mm-hmm. Versus if you were just going to look at something like, what is a painting? Obviously, a painting is something that has paint on it. Yeah. You know, um... It has to, you know, it usually is on a canvas or some type of hard or surface. surface or like some type of thing that you paint it on. Exactly. So, you know. and, and it's interesting that you bring up sound because um, <clears throat> I'm in this class, you know, where we, we talk about sound studies, ethnomusicology, all this type of stuff. And so sound is really interesting because if I played, if I played you I, if i went outside recorded the birds and played that back to you be like, oh that's nice it's great <laughs> if those birds were to appear in a song that'd be oh whoa that is art that is magnificent that's it's almost this this type of this this aura around it has just like boosted it up into something it never was mm-hmm. and so one of the first not debates but you know arguments i guess we had in that class was is rain music you know, mm. and so, you know, it, looking at different cultures, you know, different cultures and they say different things or mm-hmm. um, looking at millennia ago and when, you know, when rain was a symbol was almost spiritual in a way, people mm-hmm. would say di- a lot of different things. But, you know, now you would just be like, no, no, you, yeah. you know, that, would, that would be like the I think the most the, the majority of people would say mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. But if you I mean. If that if rain were to appear in a song in a music video, it, you would be like, oh, oh wow, yeah. <laughs> so it's no, like, absolutely, yeah. The, the, or even the concept of music videos. Exactly, I mean, yeah. that's considered art right yeah. there. Just the, I mean, apart from the music, but just looking at the visual experience <laughs> yeah. of a music video, it's mm-hmm. it's crazy. It's crazy. And so there's a really crazy example. I watched this movie Velvet Buzzsaw. It was it was just crazy. Mm-hmm. So um. It and it was it kind of it was this satire on um the art world and not as Danto refers to it, just as the art world involving museums and curators and dealers and all these people and how it's kind of just like ridiculous in general. Mm-hmm. So it was um there's this one scene and by the way, the director and writer is Dan Gilroy, it stars Jake Gyllenhaal, it's on Netflix, check it out. But in the movie there after, you know, some killings and it's like a horror movie but in the film it's it 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 gives this this crazy um sequence um it's kind of grisly as well but so they're in this um art exhibition and it's for this kind of circular silver um round art piece that has holes in it that you can stick your hand in and feel something like, oh it's supposed to be ah you know stuff like that mm-hmm. um so that you know the art dealer who was there late at night or the art curator who was there at late at night stuck her hand in and you know it's a horror film so her hand got cut off there was blood everywhere and she died right next to the art piece mm-hmm. so, <laughs> interesting <laughs> so um um so that the, no one knew well no one I, I won't say no one knew, no one recognized that she, her corpse, mm-hmm. wasn't a part of the art installation. Oh, wow. So, so when people came across the painting, like, it, the next morning. It was, it was the, yeah, the little installation, when they came a part of it, there were kids, they were, they were tapping around in her blood, they're like, yay, art, art world. Oh, wow. Woo-hoo. Because 
no one recognized that, hey, is that art? No one knew. So oh. they, they were like, oh, yeah. So the artwork itself was supposed to be like a horror depiction. No, 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 no. No. So the art, the artwork, <laughs> the artwork was just a round silver, silver. like sphere mm-hmm. with holes in it that you could stick your hand in. Uh-huh. Like, hoo, hoo, hoo. She, for whatever reason, wanted to test it out. She was there late at night. She was just making sure everything was going to be ready for the mm-hmm. showcase in the morning. So she stuck her hand in. And, you know, it's a horror film, so she, her, for some reason, her hand got cut off. She died right next to the thing. Mm-hmm. She was the last one there, so no one else saw her into the morning. Mm-hmm. The janitors, when they came in, walked right past her. Because they said, oh, that, that she's probably a part of the artwork. You know, that's mm-hmm. probably some new avant-garde, postmodern thing they're doing now. Mm-hmm. Dead bodies, yeah, you know, we've seen it all. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just let everyone in. And no one else realized it either. People wow. going in and out, kids going in That's and out. The only, the only person who realized was her assistant, who who was who was screamed and was like, "What is going on?" There were mm-hmm. literally kids tapping around in the blood, playing, doing some tap dance, and so that I thought, you know, the That's movie dark, honestly. First it, of no, all, yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. The movie um, didn't really get that much high reviews, but a lot of people agree that that was a really stunning sequence because, I mean. You have a real corpse being mistaken for an art installation. Mm-hmm. Like what? Wow. You, know, that, <laughs> yeah. you know, so wow. <clears throat> it's it's definitely a a, a play a, on the art world and it, how you know how open it yeah, really and could so, be. Openness is great. You mm-hmm. need movement within the art world. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for this German this German history class I was taking during the interwar period, expressionism blossomed, and many people at that time thought. Um, it was it was it was a response to um, the German Empire, Bismarck. It was it was a response to like the harshness of what was, and you know, and the harshness and the harshness of what they could seem to come during the rise of Hitler. And so, although it wasn't really widely accepted in the art world, German expressionism during that time, uh, that is referenced everywhere nowadays. So you need openness because even though it may not be accepted now, it can be accepted later. Right. But I think there is a there needs to be some type of conversation boundary. I don't think we'll ever be able to figure it now in this podcast. Mm-hmm. But there needs to be some type of line. Mm-hmm. But then the introduction of line cuts things out, right. which is crazy. So mm-hmm. how do you put boundary in art, and what would that look like? Exactly. Is there anything that can't be considered art? You think? Well, that's who that's I'm... the question. I guess. Well, you know, I was recently in Australia at the Museum of Contemporary Art right on Sydney Harbor and there was one piece it was just a bicycle and it was just like oh <laughs> and that's all you really can respond to that type mm-hmm. of stuff because can we feign to be like shocked ooh no <laughs> it's almost just like and and if you think about it it's gotten so open to when we're not even surprised by it anymore right. and that's kind of what I think the, the, the scene in the movie did we're mm-hmm. not even surprised when Duchamp came out with the ready mates people were shocked right you know <laughs> yeah the <laughs> times are changing and so because that that kind of I don't know ushered in a new genre of art in postmodernism mm-hmm. something that was against something yeah. you know but, but now that we have reached you know to a time where anything is almost expected we're not shocked by anything anymore yeah. you know how does the art world you know improve or you know what's how the next it? shock value if you know by the movie you watched yeah. um there was obviously a dead body and there was no shock value mm-hmm. you know 
mm-hmm. what does the art world do now? Like, what can we expect? Mm-hmm. Because now it's almost as though people aren't trying to make art, but trying to make something that's almost disgusting in a way. Right. And, and, and not to be, not to just make this whole thing a slam on postmodernism, but people, you know, a lot of people say it's just become stale now. It's yeah. just become ugly now. No, because I feel, no, I feel like I agree. I feel like people are just trying to make a shock value. Yes. Because yeah. explicit content. No. Okay. That's great. First mm-hmm. time around. If it has some meaning, great. But at mm-hmm. the same time, like, I'm pretty sure people are exhausted by saying vomit. Did I tell you about the vomit? Oh, yeah. The, 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 you know, people <laughs> vomit or, on canvases. You know, yeah, because before, you know, shock value was like nudity in art, mm-hmm. okay? We got I, used to that, mm-hmm. okay? Um, you know, now, then there was like random objects, ready-made yeah. objects, yeah. you know? That you could find in an art museum, mm-hmm. the dead body, obviously that was <laughs> in know, a movie. The, the yeah. Um, but you know, what can we expect next? I mean, because you know, the art world moves in that kind of way. Mm-hmm. It 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 develops in that way. So it's almost like if we've reached this point, what yeah. What's now? next? Is there anything else that could shock you know the viewers? You know. Yeah. And so what what we what what I try to or, or what we're trying to say like in general is like. Where are the parameters? Like, you know, people can say things have gone too far. And that's not a critique on art or postmodern art at at all. But are there any advancements being made? What, What is there? And it's almost as though we can't come up, you know, us two can't come up with the definition of art and what it is and what it includes and excludes. But, you know, for for. For what art is, for what art teaches humans um, about culture, about society, I mean, we want to see like what parameters can be tested. Of course, we want to see what can be breached, what can be renewed, what can be reinvented. But it's almost as though sometimes don't you feel like you see art and it's almost as though someone just slapped an explanation on here's right. this water bottle i'm gonna put it in this museum i'm gonna put a label that says you know the title and the author's name and, and a little description and it's that this water bottle symbolizes the water and how it cleansed me in my journey yeah like, the serenity you know, so, of life or something <laughs> and so it's almost as though we need more exactly we need more but exactly. we want but we want something real real so i think you know we're kind of arriving to the end here but we, and I don't think any philosophers, any any person a part of the art world, whether they consume it or make it, have been able to find the right definition of art or what the definition of art is. And mm-hmm. so I, I, you know, I think it's important to see like what art has meant to people over over along you know, over the course of humanity, I guess. And I thought there was some really some really nice ones so there was one oscar wilde in um the soul of man under socialism states art is the most intense mode of individualism that the world has known which is almost as like should we attack it then because these are individuals they're making what they feel even though hey i don't feel the same way but it is a mode of individualism which is why it can't have that all-encompassing definition because it means something different to every single person. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes it also challenging to put, you know, uh, borders around and restrictions yeah. around what art is because individualism 
that in itself it's yeah. it's different for everyone and yeah. it's very difficult because as soon as you put you know a boundary somewhere well someone else isn't going to agree with that boundary someone's going to want to push the boundary and i think you mm-hmm. know th- there's this tension with art because it is so broad and you mm-hmm. got and especially because it's you know individualistic mm-hmm. that you you don't want to put boundaries <laughs> or yeah. a fence yeah. on someone's lawn because it's everybody has their own mm-hmm you know, mm-hmm. definition of art. And, and, and it's really interesting when someone's interpersonal feelings can 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 bring someone else closer to them. And, you know, Tolstoy says his best in his essay, What is Art? Um, I'll kind of cut down the quote, but he says, you know, art is a means of union among men, which is, which is kind of different than what Wilde was saying, but it's not, it is indiv- indiv- individualistic, but it's also... <laughs> It, it gives a sense of community. So it joins men together in the same feeling, he states, and, and, and it's indispensable for the life and progress toward well-being of individuals, again, that keyword, and of humanity. So, you know, we, we all know what art is good for. It, it, it tells us about culture. It tells us about society. We learn more about ourselves, possibly. We learn, we learn more about the artist, maybe? Exactly. So... You know, there's a lot of madness in art as we, you know, as the we usher in further into the 21st century. Um, but it's it's almost magical in some ways. Um, it's it's beautiful. It's not a thing. It's a way. And that was what Ellen Albert Hubbard said um, in Little Journeys to the Homes of Great Teachers. So I think it's something that we have to deal with. And although there are things that are explicit out there <laughs> but i mean you know that's just what that's just what we arrived to okay um so this has been a good podcast but to to conclude it i think what we're trying to say is heart art is hard to define exactly. because it's so open but i think you know what we have come to is you know art is something that the artist has put meaning or, you know, a great sense of, you know, significance on mm-hmm. in, in an aesthetic and creative way, meaning like it has some sort of beauty to it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the art, whatever it may be, like art, I mean, <laughs> like paintings or sound yeah. or music or whatever. Um, I think the artist, what what makes something art is the fact that the artist has put some meaning and significance on it. And the artist has some you know level of beauty that they see in it and i think oh, go ahead and and also perfectly i would also just add i'm keep i keep thinking about the example you said about rome the whole city was art and also i think maybe there's a little bit of like the people who view it also i, I don't know there's maybe some connection to it like mm-hmm. everyone says it's art so it is art you know i you know, <laughs> yeah you know, so yeah so anyway so art is broad it, yeah. art is open <laughs> but i think the two key factors that art you know needs to have is that it's beautiful and 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 that's extremely subjective and that it has meaning or significance and that too is extremely <laughs> subjective but again art is into a individualistic (laughs) um so as long as it has those two things i think anything really can constitute as art so yeah Yeah, well you know what that's our little our little you know spiel on what art is and so thank you for listening to angel radio um of course i'm was your host angel swain thanks to our guest autumn swain um yeah and so thanks for listening you've been listening to angel radio tuning out